I have asked myself that many times, as I have struggled to be more human. Until I realized, it is the struggle itself that is most important. We must strive to be more than we are, Lao. It does not matter that we will never reach our ultimate goal. October 26th, 2023. I'm Matt at Geistown Borough, where at the end of October, as we approach the final weekend before November, the four days before Christmas music starts, it's 80 flipping degrees. Mother Nature, I hate your guts. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm Steve in Bedford County, uh, southern part of Bedford County, and uh, we're all down here wondering that if this global warming is really going to happen and it's really supposed to come down the pike. Why is everybody, all these elitists, buying beachfront property? Well, there you go. That's a good one. Yep. Yep, it is. It's a, it's a good question. You're pondering this real... stuff. I'm out here thinking, why is it end of October and I'm sweating? Yeah, well, I'm, I look at it as a benefit. I'm going to go out back after this podcast and smoke a very fine cigar on my back deck and watch my horses graze on the grass that is growing so I don't have to put hay out. So, oh, we'll see. It's a bonus to me. Well, there you go. Look, benefit for everybody, I guess. So, well, yep. <coughs> excuse me. Steve, you don't sound as bad, yeah. anywhere near as bad as you did last week. Oh, you God, sounded you sounded awful when I talked to you yesterday, last thir- last week. Yeah, see I what was we were heavily, doing. Yeah. And that was one of the worst you ever sounded. And I talked to you the day you died. Yeah, I sounded worse than that. By yeah, far. Yeah, it was. I was miserable. Oh man! Well, I had I had a uh, a minor procedure. Well, it was supposed to be a minor procedure, minor outpatient procedure. However, um, what the doctor thought he was going to find and what he found were two different things, and it ended up becoming much more extensive the surgery. So, say so the level of pain I was in and the amount of drugs that I were on were. Uh, it was an interesting dynamic. The higher the pain, the more drugs. So I was. And when you called me, I was pretty medicated and still in pretty miserable pain. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. for everyone who follows along and has hope, my first thought, as always, is not the well-being of my friend. And does he need anything? It is, is any of this good enough that I should be recording right. for the show? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that kind no, of fun. No, it wasn't that good. No, no, no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that <laughs> Or, or that would have been the episode yeah. last week. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a good one. Steve on drugs. Oh, yeah, Steve's high, everybody. Yeah, Steve is stoned out of his skull, and the pain. The worst part is, is the pain was still breaking through the the uh, narcotics they had me on, whatever whatever painkillers it was. And when at that level, when it's breaking through that much, it's, it's it was pretty it was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, but yeah, man, anyway, that's the way it goes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I had found this to wrap up our conversation from two weeks ago, and I thought I'd share this with you because we were talking about home values and car values and how the economy is out of control. Um, I found an interesting article. The cost, the actual cost of homes that you would consider normal, everyday people's houses in television shows. 
Okay. Let me give you an example. Um, the Simpsons house. Ah, yeah. So they were, you know, it's not like it's it's highfalutin. The guy's a plant worker. Homer's a yeah, plant but, worker. Yeah. Average run-of-the-mill house. You know, yeah, there's been 87 million seasons, so they've all done different jobs or whatever. But the right. premise was he works at the plant. Marge works is is stays at home. Mm -hmm. Three kids. Half a million dollars to buy their house. Wow. Today. Depending on where it is, yeah. No, uh, in Oregon. In Oregon. Oh, okay. Where, where it is, yeah. Um, the King of the Hill House. Guy. King of the Hill, okay. King of the Hill House. Uh, a fictional town called Arlen in Texas. Kind of a mm -hmm. Texas town. Right. High school football kind of deal. 200000 bucks. Wow. They have the Family Guy one? It's coming. Here it no, is. Okay. 31 Spooner Street, Family Guy. A fictional town in Rhode Island. $400,000. Wow. The Golden Girls House. Ah, yeah, that. $900,000, Miami, Was, Florida. Miami, oh, okay, Miami. Boy Meets World. I never saw it, really saw never, the show. Never saw it. No, the only thing I remember is the know from it is the guy who played their teacher or whatever was also the voice of Kit from Knight Rider. So, oh, really? Yeah, okay. that's the only tie in I know about it. But it's like a suburb of Philadelphia, six hundred thousand um, dollars. Two hundred thousand dollars for the house that they had uh, in Roseanne. Never saw the show. I haven't yeah. even. Um, Fraser's apartment from Fraser. That's of course going to be the outlier or one of the outliers. Three and a half mm -hmm. million for that apartment. Mm. The Brady Bunch house, suburb of Los Angeles. Take a guess. One point seven. Eight. One point eight. Very oh, good. Yeah. Very I, good. I am an appraiser. There's the appraiser so. <laughs> coming out of you. Yeah. Um. I thought this was interesting. The full house house. 5.5 million. Wow. Married with children. I think, wasn't he like a shoe salesman or something? Oh. Al Bundy? I guess. Never saw the show. 750,000 is a Chicago, a Chicago suburb. Wow. The home improvement house in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, 1. yeah. That, 1.1 okay. million. <clears throat> cool million for Seinfeld's apartment. The New York? Yeah. Is that where that was set? Yeah, I never watched Seinfeld either. Yeah. So those are and, and think about it. There's nothing super crazy about any of those shows that the only one that would be I would consider an outlier is Fraser. Yeah. Rich psychologist and then contract TV personality. Mm-hmm. Everything else is standard, presented Every, standard, middle day, everyday, middle class. Yeah. Your average, middle of the road house. Yep. Yeah, well, I see that down here. I've been out doing appraisals, and I did an appraisal on a um, manufactured multi-sectional home, what everybody used to call double wide. Yeah. It was only six years old, had seven acres of land, um, full basement. Basement was unfinished, but it had uh, three bedrooms, 
two full bathrooms, living room, dining room, kitchen, and a mud room slash laundry area. And uh, $280,000. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just, my, and I'm, even I was surprised. And, you so, know, this so, what I do for a living. And, and I think that's the, one of the big points that, that I hope we got across that people, that, that people don't tend to think about in conjunction of what that means that, that kills the concept of home ownership in an economy like this is it's not just that's an astronomically high number. Figure out that at this current interest rate. At 8%. Yeah. Plus then the cost of everything that goes into supporting that. What's the cost for heating it? Yep. For maintenance, for appliances, yeah. mm -hmm. the whole deal. All that yep. comes, adds up, very, very expensive. It's a little yeah. surprising. Oh. <clears throat> so, no, I just wanted to kind of wrap up that conversation that we yeah. had from last, from last time. But um, that's good. So, what, what wisdom did you bring us back from the realm of of narcotic induced <laughs> induced coma? <laughs> it does give you a lot of weird dreams. Whew. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, you know what I, else does that for me? What's that? Melatonin. Really. Do you know in can in Canada, you can't buy melatonin over the counter? Really? It controls, yeah, it's a controlled substance. Nice. <clears throat> I know that because um, years that's, and years that's and years stint ago, you spent in federal prison in Canada. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, no. you know, I was, you know, trying to import monkeys across the border and got caught. No, it. Um, I had a relative who we were going up to visit, and. Um, we called up and asked, you know, we're going to Prince Edward Island. And I asked him, if you need anything, he goes, can you bring me melatonin? Like, sure. Why? Can't you buy it? He goes, no, it's a controlled substance up here. You have to get a prescription. And now we're talking 28 years ago. And uh, when we went up there and I said, uh, okay. And he goes, yeah. He said, and he said, and, ha and since we have socialized medicine up here, to get to see a doctor to ask for a prescription for melatonin to help him sleep, it was a three-month wait. So Canada, which has socialized medicine, to go in to see the doctor to get a prescription for melatonin to help you sleep, for what we have over at County down here was three months to go see a doctor, just for something like that. And he wow. had to wait. And this guy, um, he had to wait seven months for a knee replacement. Now, I'm getting a hip replaced literally next month. I yeah. went in last month, talked to the doctor and they scheduled me for next month to get a left hip replacement. And then six weeks after that, I'm getting my right hip replaced. But in Canada, he had to wait seven months to get a, a knee replaced and he could barely walk. So, so much for socialized medicine. Anyway, just a point. So, but yeah, so but anyway, back to your melatonin. Yeah, OTC so melatonin, melatonin is banned for years, is banned for in the United Kingdom, European Union, Japan, Australia, and Canada. Huh. God, no that. wonder they're all cranky. Yeah, no kidding. Can't get some sleep. They need some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, Japan's yeah. not cranky, but yeah. European so, Union tends to be cranky. So, and this is just not a recent thing that I've been thinking about, but, I, but I've been, well, I, uh, 
I write, uh, you know, I write for uh, the Geistown Telegraph, which you're yeah. well aware of. And I, I wrote that recent article that I sent in to, uh, and if anybody wants to know the Geistown Telegraph, you can go online, Google it and find it. And it has various articles locally, mostly around Geistown and everything. But I write articles. Beast Hills region, not, I think would yeah, be best. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And um, so I, I write articles that are more of kind of a political slant to it or more of a uh, why, you know, I, I, ask, I like asking that question why quite a bit. So um, but anyway, so the last article that I wrote that I sent in got me, I was really been contemplating it over a period of months of things that when I was in my 20s and 30s, stuff that would spin me up through the ceiling, that would make me very, very angry or upset or piss me off to no end. When I hit my 40s, that began to wane off a bit. And then in my 50s, really kind of got to push in the uh, it really doesn't matter button. Well, now that I'm in my 60s. And I look back on things that used to spin me up. I just kind of shrug my shoulders about nowadays because nothing has changed since I was in my 20s with the world. It hasn't gotten any better. It's gotten kind of worse. But as I look at these things and I look at all these problems we're supposed to be solving and how the world's, you know, mankind was supposedly getting better with all this stuff. Well, we're not. But the things that bother me the most Two things that just piss me off to no end, and they still, you know, they, they always have before, but they really do now, even more so, that are actually worthwhile getting mad about, is why in the country, our country, which used to be called the breadbasket of the world, we can produce more food than we can possibly eat, and we could literally feed the world with it. Two things. Why do we have people who go to bed hungry every day in the United States of America? And given the amount of wealth that we have as a nation, why do we have homeless people? Those two things in my 60s really upset me, yeah. make me mad. Because those are two things that we can solve easily. The amount of money that we have, the amount of money that we spend on things outside of our borders, and I'm not going to go into anything specific, but the amount of money we send external to ourselves why don't we bother to take care of our own problems first and solve it and solve our problems? I mean, you know, of course, being a veteran, I, I get really met, you know, really upset about homeless veterans and veterans who have suffering from PTSD and stuff like that. They're living out on the streets and that, you know, the government says, well, thank you for your service. Go away. You're a problem. We don't want to deal with you anymore. And I'm specifically talking about the VA on that. Um, but the government in general. Just, you know, they, they chew up veterans. They chew up our the, you know, people who come in 18 years old, men and women. They, they send them into endless wars that never go away, war after war after war. The government could care less about how many people they send to war. And then when they're done and they've destroyed these people mentally and physically, they kick us to the side and don't give a shit about us. But they'll, they'll give you lip service on TV, go, well, thank you for your service. Well, kiss my ass. You know, not, don't, don't thank me without, you know, some platitude. Put the frickin' money where your mouth is. But you've got homeless veterans who are hungry, who have mental issues and everything. But then, taking back from a broader step, you have people who have mental issues that we used to have state-run institutions to help people with mental issues, have mental problems, help, you know, mental health problems and everything. And they've closed them down. And instead mm -hmm. of having organizations that can help people that are funded these people live on the streets and then we have people who are hungry all the time those issues just really just 
grind my gears into no end. If and I was thinking about this because you had mentioned it, you had mentioned it because uh, I read I read your 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 write up and uh -huh. um, <clears throat> it'll be actually published for t tomorrow. Uh, oh, thank nice. you. Your timing helps me with everything else going on in life. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh god, I don't have to come up with something, um, right. which is real nice. But and I'm trying to find it to verify. But it looks like um, they're closing the the, the Catholic Charities uh, homeless shelter in Johnstown. Here is closing. Not, not surprising. They can't get funding. It's going to transfer the transition operations of the homeless shelter back to the Redevelopment Authority. Oh, well, they're... Okay. So, take for... I'll reserve that. my opinion on that. Mm. Yeah, what that's going to do. Um, but it's... <clears throat> it's a good point. And, and I hate to keep... The perfect example of where some of these things come from. Because and I can I can hear the arguments that people will make on every side we already spend enough money on that it's just mismanaged probably show me a government program that isn't in some capacity mismanaged or where we are wasting too much money other places there aren't enough resources put into it and i'm going to drag us back to our old friend the self the 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 the, the f-35 that went on its own vacation by itself mm -hmm. that again how much money has gone into that program for something that the military didn't want? No. That could be redirected. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's an allocation of resources. And my feeling has always been on that is it's not a matter of resources or willingness or anything like that. It's a matter of well, I guess willingness isn't the right thing. It's not that people aren't willing to do it. It's the fact that you, people, there, there's better, more, more money, more power in not fixing it for the people who can. The people who could redirect that money from those sorts of programs to address Homeless, homelessness, veterans' issues, mental health, hunger. There's hunger. Yeah. There's more money in not ha in having those as an issue to stand up and run and campaign on politically than not. And one of the greatest ways I like to do this, um, and this is an Andrew uh, Andrew Heatonism, is everybody who always complains. We're not doing, you know, whatever, whatever the issue. I didn't want to signal mm -hmm. one, one of these in particular. We're not doing enough for I X issue. Yeah. Don't care. <clears throat> I do not care what you say, what you write in the paper, what you put in your Facebook profile or LinkedIn account or whatever. Ever show me your checkbook. Mm -hmm. Did right. you? It's before this became a thing. Did you ever support it financially? Right. And ninety-nine percent of the time, people no. Oh, yeah. That, well, that goes back to the old saying is if you want to see what a person's priorities are, look at their checkbook, you know, which yeah. is granted nowadays. Most people don't have checkbooks. For those of you who are young, checkbooks are used to be a thing where you wrote out a piece of paper that said I, you paid somebody this much money and the bank did so. 
Yeah, whereas now you just use a debit card. So checkbook is an old school debit way card. of paying. Vemo, Vemo, they don't use debit cards anymore. Huh? Oh, I have a debit card. I, I refuse to have a credit yeah, card. Yeah, but you're old. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We've that's established right. that. And um, that's right. Um, um, hey, just call me Boomer. Yep. I I don't have credit cards. None. I have no credit cards. Um, I'm also not in debt. There's an interesting concept about that. There's a correlation in that, which is a discussion for another. Yeah. Oh no, I'm saying they pay with their phones. Oh, and apps oh, and stuff. Not not oh, using. I'm yeah. saying you 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 are you are to what they use currently with debit cards as debit cards are to checks. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So so like when I used to go into a grocery store or a market or a store, and there was an elderly person who much older than me who would pull out a checkbook, and I'm shaking and writing a check. And I'm sitting there with my debit card, ready to go faster. So now I'm the person who's pulling out my debit card, and the younger person behind me is irritated. I'm there, ready to wave my Apple Watch. Wave, wave your Apple. Got it. Okay, got it. Okay, so now I've become the old bastard holding up the line because oh, I have a debit. This card. old geezer's not going to remember it's his four-digit pin. Some, that's right. Oh, this old silver-haired bastard. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so so you're which is so, yeah, which, so we, for those who you have never met us. I have more gray hair than Steve does. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, yours is gray. Mine's silver. Mine's actually okay. white almost. Anyway, so, so yeah, so back to what we were talking about is but, that if you want to see what a person's priorities are, take a look at what they spend their money on. Well, then that goes back to all these Hollywood elites and all their bullshit when they come out. You know, I don't see any of them writing checks for millions of dollars to, to you know, support all these causes and everything. But they're always out there telling us to do the same thing, you know, writing checks for things. It's the it's the old joke, money. you know. Look at all the people who who are talking. You started, you know. How many people are at climate change summits because they got used their private jet to get there? Right. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. But it, it, does, it does. It does. Yeah. It yeah. It does. It does show that, uh, and it's it's truly, and I think that it's a horribly cynical thing for me to think. But there's more money in keeping that situation. I also think that it's dramatically dramatically underestimated the impact of what it means to have community and there's there aren't communities around a lot of these folks looking to see and head off issues ahead of time Um, where there, there's me. somebody who say, so somebody is having an issue. Something has happened. They're having a, 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 a mental, uh, oh, mental health, health issue oh. or something. Right. Okay, okay. There aren't the people around them to say, hey, Jim, what's going on? Let's sit down. Let's have a talk. You know, doing okay? Let's, mm -hmm. you know, it's the community doesn't built that way anymore. Oh, no, because everybody's walking around with their nose stuck in their bloody damn phones. I mean, I've, I've sat, I went to a restaurant the other night, the other day, and my, my keeper and I are sitting there talking. We were talking to each other. And I looked around and there were people sitting there at the tables with their noses stuck in their phones, texting or reading or whatever the hell they're doing and not having a word with each other. They're having yeah. lunch together, but they're not talking to each other. We were like the only ones there. We were old, granted, we were older. But we were actually having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is, is, is in their stupid ass phones. Uh, should ban them. 
Get rid of all the okay. damn phones. The conversation will start up. That's, you know what? Get rid of the damn internet. Cut off all the social media bullshit. Get rid of the phones. And guess what we'll have again? A conversation. There's a concept. I don't think I'd go that far. Yeah, well. But especially, well, because I think, I think in a lot of cases, this also may be an issue that we haven't transitioned to figure out how the communities people build have are are not capable of handling this stuff yet because you can build communities of people that aren't geographically connected through the happenstance of just oh here's a random group of people that happen to be neighbors versus here's in a group that is an enthusiast about something that connect that through that sort of thing it doesn't yeah, well, necessarily I agree with it. well think about well think of horses so say you say say for some reason you were living back up here and you couldn't have the, the horses okay I what connection do you have okay. okay what connection do you have <laughs> for your neighbors that connects you to somebody in the horse community if I live back up there, if I okay, so let's say I didn't live on my small my small farm with my horses, and I yeah. was back in an urban developed area. So, what connection would I have with my neighbors? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, like you you would not have um, you would not have a community of to to that would relate to the the, the your love of horses anymore. No, no what. But you could still have that using technology. You see what I'm saying? So there might be, it, it's not a, a hundred. The problem is, I think, what you're identifying is the folks that do the 100% replacement versus no in-person. But there well, are plenty of good communities of folks who connect around the world through, through their interests but those are not set up to identify the things that could potentially lead somebody to have the stuff that we're talking about. The, 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 the see the signs of something happening that'll lead them to homelessness or, or not identify that this is somebody struggling, unable to, to sustain themselves through food. You don't get that. Yeah. Online. Yeah, but see, I think with this, you know, this advance of technology, you know, I read a, I read an article the other day that, and I don't know what generation you're up to, generation lost in space or whatever it is now, you know, the, the current one, that they're the one of the most loneliest, disconnected generations ever yeah. when they do surveys. But yet they have this air quote social media, which I think is just bullshit unto itself. You know, to where they think they're connected because they're going online and saying, hashtag, save the three-toed snail snort, you know, and it, you know, whatever, all this hashtag crap and everything, you know, and they think they're part of something, but yet they're never, they're sitting in a restaurant with their nose buried in the phone and not talking to the person that's three feet across from them. Yeah. You know, so how how is having a social media and all this connection mentally positive i think it's creating more issues than it is resolving anything but we're, but we're 
kind of kind of very like I said, I'm I'm, no, on, I'm did, in one yeah, of those. Yeah, I'm in well, I'm in one of those moods where I think about things that don't make sense. I'm beginning to just like at the beginning. If if global warming, global change, global climate change, whatever the crap bullshit term you want to put on this hoax of global, you know, like like we can influence the heat. It's called the sun, people. You know, if the sun goes behind a cloud, what happens? It cools off. If the clouds go away and the sun's on you, what happens? You warm up. That's got nothing to do with a cow farting. That's got everything to do with the sun. However, I'll get off my soapbox. If you get wrapped up in this whole crap of, uh, you know, the um, freaking global warming and everything, and you get all worked up over it and everything, if it's actually true, okay, so I'm going to put a pin in it. Global warming's happening. The polar ice caps are going to melt. They're going to flood the coastlines. If that's true, why would Obama buy oceanfront property in Martha's Vineyard if the oceans are really going to rise? If the air quote smartest man in the world knows the oceans are going to rise, why would he be dumb enough to buy oceanfront property? That doesn't make sense. And you're just looking. I at got it. nothing. It does, I got it. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I know make it doesn't sense. make sense. But but I don't see penguins going out buying air conditioners because it's too freaking warm for them in the Arctic. I think I think that's to to to, to, to tie it even more so to what we kind of were talking about originally too, is the idea that how those things, all of it, everything becomes. A, a crisis. And, and a lot of that is, I think, due to the fact of the nature of commercialized media. You know, you can't sell ads on the news when they come on and say, yeah, we're okay. Remember, yeah. I don't know if you remember back it's, it's with all the news. Fine. Okay. They never, even if it was 24-hour news networks, if it was Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, didn't matter. All the news. They started doing the alerts and especially the scroller at the bottom with all the... Uh -huh. oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all 9-11. Yeah. As things were breaking. And it's... I don't remember the last time clicking through. And I don't watch much TV. I don't watch I any. don't remember clicking through much at all anymore on live TV and seeing at the start of any hour on Fox News, it not being a, boom, Fox News alert. Oh, yeah. Well, how you... It's you, not... I, I've got, everything yeah. isn't... And so, no matter what it is. But to me, that takes away from the things that are actual crisis like homelessness mm -hmm. like the hunger and and right. that means there aren't isn't the pressure to say hey get past yourself people who can actually make policy change in a mm -hmm. rational way to get to work on it it's 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 what distracts me from that concept today well you get you to look in the other direction
Yeah, and it, it just goes from one thing to another to another. You know, think think of in the last six months. We've done unknown Chinese balloons flying over the airspace. We've done aliens. Yeah. We've done how many rounds of, of what's coming next with COVID. Mm-hmm. Then... All the not even touching all the stuff overseas with with yeah with every war you can think the, of yeah yeah, yeah. economic industrial but yeah, the it industrial just, war and it's complex one to the it's just this this oh yeah. we spent oh. three days on the F thirty five yeah we, and in the latest the the last three weeks that we don't have a speaker of the house I don't care I genuinely somebody the other day told me oh did you hear um. Bob Smith or whoever it is, is now the Speaker of the House. I was out in town. I was like, so? Well, we haven't had a Speaker of the House for three weeks. And I said, I can tell you what. And I looked at the person. I said, in the past three weeks, my horses needed to be fed. My house payment needed to be paid. I had to go to work. I had to cut the grass. I had to get wood ready for the winter. I had to do X, Y, and Z. No Speaker of the House didn't affect me one bit. But But it was all over the media. And just you used your example about, you know, everything's a crisis. The freaking weather app that I have on, pop, oh. you know, an, an alert popped up and said, extreme frost warning tonight, danger. And I'm like, and, and, and you know, my, and my keeper said, hey, did you see there's a frost warning? I was like, yeah, we live in the mountains of Pennsylvania and it's late October. How is that a danger? That, we have it every year. We have frost every year. And come November, we'll have frost. Come December, we'll have snow. But they make it sound like it's the, it's the first time frost has ever happened in the mountains of Pennsylvania. It's all, like you said, it's all crisis-based. It's all fear-based advertising to distract you from different things. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, love, I, love, I love playing the game with people over that house thing of do you... Can you believe we don't have a speaker of the house? Yes, absolutely, because these are children right. having temper tantrums. Oh, it's it's unforgivable. Okay, I agree with you. Who was the last speaker of the house? I don't know. Right. You can't so you're riled up because of because someone told you to be riled up about it. Right. Yeah. And to your point, this Mike Johnson, who is it now? I saw the oh, yeah, best okay. headline I saw about it was the Babylon Bee. And the headline was Mike Johnson's friends and family surprised to learn he actually was a congressman after being elected Speaker of the House. Because everyone was like, huh, who, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the first thing and, and, and the first thing I heard he's going to do is, is send money off to another perpetual war. You know what? You know what he could do that would really make me happy? That would affect the entire nation? Put a bill through that would stop this stupid-ass time change in the fall and the spring. That would actually affect me in a positive way. We would stop having to set the clocks in the fall and the spring. But no, they're going to send more billions of dollars off to another war somewhere else. That's his first thing that he's doing. Just great. I don't know. It's, I, I, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm sick of things that the, the bullshit media is always pushing us to look other ways and not a damn thing gets done. And I'm, I'm in my 60s. And I'm telling you people, all you younger people in your 20s and 30s, you're going to be 60 before you know it. 
and you're going to look back and you go, you know what? Not a damn thing has changed. And I think I think your article hits on something that you talked about at the beginning that we, we glossed over and didn't get back to. And, and I and I can't because because when I read that in your article, it dawned on me because I've I've gotten that a point too. the stuff you think is actually really bad and annoying when you're 20. Yeah. Isn't. No, not at all. And it, it it's it's hindsight. You're looking like, why was I worried about that? Mm-hmm. Why was I worked up about that? And it's like, oh, it's it's that was that was actually nothing. Right. It was it's it's. I'd love to talk to that, that generation and talk about. Oh, you're worried about what it's like in high school and who who do you know this. And, Who's that? And that's popular people. And you realize that six months after high school, you don't even remember their names. Yeah. <laughs> six years, you don't remember what they look like. Yep. I cannot been... tell you how many times we're at the store, we're someplace, and somebody comes up, and I'm, I am a master at this. So now people, if they ever listen to this, are not going to know. I can I can absolutely go through a whole conversation with somebody. And, yeah, good scene. And after about 10, 15 minutes, we walk away. And my keeper will go, oh, I can't believe we saw that so-and-so person. It's been so long. And I'll go, yeah, I know. Who were they? Right. <laughs> said, well, you, do, you were talking. To, uh, nope. Faked the whole bloody thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, you had high school with them. I'm like, oh, yeah. hell if I know, and man. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's just, uh, just a, it's one of them times where I just, I think my cup runneth over of all the bullshit of the world, of the things that the media and the politicians are trying to keep us distracted and saying this is important and the things that are really important are not getting addressed and resolved. And I think it goes back to that if the government would resolve the problems that we have, they wouldn't be needed for anything. If we solve the issues. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's what, what would we need the government for other than to do its basic function? But they keep they keep the crisis going perpetually. And we like trained monkeys keep reelecting the same ass clowns year after year to go back our election cycle after election cycle to go back to Washington and to Harrisburg well, and nothing ever gets done. Put it, put it, let's, let's take it from the perspective of what we, what we just put together those pieces that you have that concept of people of, of that has a continuous push towards there's always something, there's always something, there's always something. And thinking back to with the hindsight of, of many years and realize stuff in your own life, oh, that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. We spent years dealing with and changing how everything worked based on a little color code system. Oh, the computer picked up some potential chatter 
we're moving the code to yellow. It was like, mm. and everyone lost their mind. Well, oh, and now it's, every, we're every, moving it back to green. I think everyone in the media lost their mind. Well, yeah, but then right. that takes along half the population. Just right, yeah, they're just along yeah, with the pearl clutching, yeah, drinking the Kool Aid, yeah. Um, but you look at back at that twenty years, and you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Really? That's what we're, that's what we're, that's mm -hmm. what they came up with is the best thing to make people feel better. Right. Yeah. Well, my, well, my son, who was a pilot in the, in the Marines, we were talking about TSA. And um, because when he goes into the airport, he just wears his uniform and he just blows through everything. They, he, does, he doesn't get screened or anything. He literally just goes out around and he shows his ID card. Yeah. You know, the first first checkpoint after that, he never he doesn't have to get he doesn't have to get wanded, he doesn't have to do anything and everything. And then so I asked him, I said, as as a pilot, and you know, and you're in the aviation industry and everything, I said, How effective is all the screening that they're doing? And he kind of chuckled and he goes, He says, You're not gonna like the answer. And I was like, first off, I don't fly anymore. I don't care, I don't travel. So just out of curiosity, he goes, It's nothing but window dressing. It's theater. It's security he said, theater. He said, he said, all, yeah, he said, all it is, is to make the population feel better. It does absolutely nothing. Yeah. He said, he said, if there's going to be a bombing or a hijacking or everything, he says, the intelligence system is pretty good. You know, it's already aware of it and everything, you know, based off after. He says, now, granted, we've had 20 plus years of experience, got better. He said, but all this taking off the shoes and all this other, he said, it's nothing but theater. Yeah. You know, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what so much the the, the stuff is. Mm -hmm. it, it's just the constant balance of it, it. It reminds me of almost you have to keep everyone ramped up to a certain level, but not so much that people break. Yep, and I think you, I, I agree with you, and I think as you keep them ramped up to a point and distracted looking at all the things that the government and the media or the elites decide that's important to them that keeps everybody else distracted. So the things that are important never really get done. Yeah. Like feeding the homeless, sheltering, sh feeding, sheltering the homeless, feeding the hungry, resolve, helping people who have mental health issues, getting them, getting them shelters where they could go into and actually get the proper care and not be shoved out all into the streets. Ah, I, just, I need a cigar. I need a good cigar, sit out back, and just stare at my horses and watch them. No, I can't smoke cigars anymore. Well, no, you can't. But that's the last thing I got for me. That and Well, after I get my two new hips, I get to start riding again. So there you go. it'll be nice to swing my leg into a saddle and take off into the woods. So. Matt, right. I don't have anything. I'm, I apologize to, no, our, this to is, any this of is our good. listeners. I, I'm just in one of those moods where I, I get on these tangents to where I think about things because I've got 60 plus years of walking around on this earth. Well, however long I crawled and then started walking. But I don't know what it is, but I, I look back and I look at everything. I mean, you, have to, you have to remember, I watched the man let men land on the moon 
you know, I grew up without cell phones. I grew up with a phone that you, you turned the dial on and you, uh, the rotary dial and you had a three foot cord and you had to stand at the wall talking on the phone. And, it, and originally it was a party line. You picked it up and you asked if anybody was on it because there was three other people on that same line. If nobody was on it, then you can make your phone call. Okay, so, so as I look back at everything and we're supposedly getting better with all this technology and helping and you know what? We're not getting better. We're not. So get rid of the internet, ban all the phones, Go back to talking to each other. Having See, a regular no, conversation. I, I, I don't want to blame the technology. I want to blame people. What well, is people? It is. It's just because I was thinking about uh, you with that today. Because did you see that the, the California pulled the, the you can't drive the robot cars anymore in California? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know the whole story yeah. to that one? Because they said that the car hit a lady and 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 was pulling over, and she got kind of dragged for a little bit because or whatever. They don't ever talk about the first part. The reason that the robot car hit the lady, not uh -huh. because she was in the road or because the robot car went was like man, crazy, you're right. bloodthirsty and looking to kill somebody. Yeah, like that damn robot in Martin's that Sorry. stalks me, yeah. trying to shank me with a banana. Anyway, <laughs> wasn't that? All right. Uh, she got, or whoever, I don't know if it was a, a she. The, the person was effectively like fl partially flying through the air after getting hit by a car on the other side of the road, driven by a person. Okay, so the lady got hit by a car driven by a person. Or, yeah, I, don't, yeah I'm not, I think yeah. it was a lady, so, but... Yeah. Oh, wait, well, the, 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 yeah. Okay, the human being got hit by a car driven by hum another human being that then got thrown into the path of a robot-driven car. Yes. And they blame the robot car. The robot car is getting... getting the, the, yeah. the headline is robot car like does all this horrible <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it never, and they just kind of like gloss over the fact that what right. originally started it was yeah. somebody driving an actual car hit this person right which caused the second thing right. no so it's like oh the robot's out to kill you but it's it's no it's it's the idiot that hit the person first yeah so i'm not blaming the technology i'm blaming people yeah. you're not wrong that there's a problem with it but i don't think it's a software or hardware issue i think it's a mushy pudding brain issue yeah yeah kool-aid drinking pudding brain yeah all right matt Thought-provoking blokes, folks. This appealed to you in any way. Go to the webpage. Share <laughs> it with a I friend. Lost, we lost all three listeners now. <laughs> Go back uh, to last geez. week's episode and listen to somebody that I recommended that actually knows what they're doing. Uh, yeah. No, well, this was this was good. Especially, especially if you think about it, as we're getting close this season, maybe that's something that we can start talking about and promoting more to is finding those things, finding those people in your community, no matter where you're listening, that are looking out for the folks who don't have a home, who don't have a meal, Ooh. and yeah. actually voting with that, with your dollars. Yeah. And, yep. and, and letting people know, talk to your state reps and your state senators and your federal folks yeah. that this like is we... an important concept. That's right. Like, <laughs> Like Data said at the very beginning from Star Trek, be a better human being. That's all we can do. Yeah. Steve, Matt, enjoy your cigar. Oh, I'm going to. Yep. It's a, it's a good, it's a good, uh, this is my, this is my plug for a good, good cigar from JR Cigars. Yeah. I forgot the, well, I couldn't you know, plug a product last week, but I realized the week before that, I didn't 
I didn't do my free product. I almost, and I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to do it because I'm so hate big pharma, but I really wanted to plug like today's episode. It's brought to you by Oxycontin. Uh, Uh, Oxycontin, right? Yes, yes. As Steve would say, yeah. I was like a drooling idiot, but yeah, yep. No, but this is I got a Rocky Patel. Oh, it's a what's it called? It's their Freedom brand cigar, and uh, I got a box of them. And it came in, and on the front of it, it has all the different services represented in shadow. But in the background, it has a P-51 Mustang, which is my one of my favorite World War II. Oh, aircraft. damn. But it's a, such a good smoke. So anyway, so that's my uh, free plug for a product this this uh, episode. JR Cigars, the Rocky Patel Freedom Cigars. Good smokes. With that, have a great day, Matt. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. We'll See talk ya. to you next week.